Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Richard Porter. I'm Johnny Smith. And this is Smith & Sniff, a podcast in which two friends talk about cars and many, many other things. We're going to start this episode with a little trip to the corrections desk um, <laughs> because we've had some messages from listeners about oh. things we've said in the past episode, two episodes. Actually. What, that aren't, aren't true, you mean? Well, they just needed a little bit of, you know... Gosh, how long a, a little, kind of A lot of people just going, <clears throat> I think you'll find. Uh, one of them, which had loads of people commenting on, we were talking two weeks ago about the oldest car design you can still buy it's a mainstream car design and i think i'd alighted on the fiat 500 as being the oldest yeah. from dates 2007 the fundamental yeah. design lot of people so many people are not going to read out names pointed out the nissan gtr also came out in 2007 yes it's in the um it gets regularly featured in the um the living rural life museum uh near birmingham in fact, it's going to be on the next episode of Peaky Blinders. <laughs> it's true, and, the, and it's legit. Yeah, historically it's, accurate. Well, now it's completely true. There'll be there'll be there'll be straw and sewage um, down the high streets, and there'll be people and tipping tar onto one another, and donkeys back kicking their owners. And there'll be a, there'll be a GTR. With obviously, uh, uh, and the owner will constantly say to you, "It's supposed to be heavy." Yeah, and um, yeah, it'll have a lead front bumper, you know, like an old tractor. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and, and oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Some kind of toothless, scurvy-addled simpleton will go, oh, "What? <laughs> what? I don't know. What's that sticker on the back?" And he'll go, "Well, it's the Nurburgring." They're not. They're oh, not. Yes, I've never watched Peaky Blinders. They're actually Brummies, though, aren't they? I do know that. Yes, they're it is Brummies. I, I, I've never watched it. Not because I don't folk. want to. Just not got round to it. Yeah, but, it's um, one of those, isn't it? It's like, oh, I hear it's good, but I am quite it's busy. To be very good. Yeah. Uh, anyway, There's so a lot of young men now that look like Peaky Blinders, don't, don't they? They've got the beard and the hair. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully they don't walk round with really stubby evil knives putting them into one another's stomachs. But let's hope they don't do that because that's just horrible. But um, the, the, I feel like an old git because I remember the GTR being launched. I think I was in Tokyo when it got unveiled. Were you? Yeah. Ooh. I've I've got photos on a digital camera that predates phones. Um, <laughs> one and that 0. I took 4 it. megapixel camera that you took Yeah. You? Yeah, I think I'd, I've got a selfie of me stood next to the cutaway. They had a cutaway of of the chassis, with the, showing all the drivetrain, and uh, it was it yeah. was fantastic. And I thought, wow, this thing's going to be an absolute weapon. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> sure enough, it was an absolute weapon. Yeah, you, you keep saying that it makes you sound like fast a forward thirty six years. It's still in production, and there's still people saying, "Hi guys, what which vinyl wrap should I use for it?" Are they though, or is it? I, so, do you know? I found if I saw one the other day. I saw a GTR after people had been um, correcting us on this. I saw one for the first yep. time in ages, and I thought, "Oh, they were good. Are good, aren't they?" But they they were really funny enough. I saw one when I was filming the Renault Alpine. Ah. Um, that isn't a Renault. It's obviously just an Alpine. Um, when I when I was filming that, one of them came through the village. We'd pulled over in to reposition some cameras, and I listened to it. When he, he was leaving it in first gear, doing about twenty, <laughs> but it did sound so smooth. They are un- until you come off the throttle. They're very smooth. Yeah, um, I remember actually when they came out, going to America to drive it for no apparent reason. It was weird. Mm. Evo went, do you want to go to America to drive the GTR? They'd already tried it in, I forget where, probably Japan. But Really? Yeah, but they went, oh, Nissan have got a place on this trip to America to go and drive the GTR. And I was like, well, but, but for why? And they went, well, it's the first GTR that's going to be sold in the US, so I suppose that's the angle. And I was like, all right, if you want. It was one of those weird trips where we were there. We flew to San Francisco and then got a smaller plane out to Lake Tahoe. What? And I know. 
I sat on the plane, one of those very, very slender planes, not a private jet, just a commercial plane that's very, very <laughs> slender. You know what I mean? Where you have to properly <laughs> Tell where you're stoop. touching heads with a stranger. Yeah. Well, the guy who sat next to me, also, I think that weird thing in American internal aviation where sometimes you don't have a seat number, you just... Actually, it's not weird. They do on EasyJet, or they used to, but... Um, you just get you in. just get in and find a seat like it's a coach and the guy who came and sat next to me bear in mind we're going to uh where we go to reno so there's a lot of eager amateur gamblers but possibly people who've been banned from vegas are going to reno <laughs> the guy who sat next to me had one of those sort of leather cowboy hats and he oh, amazing he was amazing. wearing now I, I, my mind might be painting in the gaps in this picture but i'm pretty sure he was wearing a leather waistcoat under which he had a white t-shirt that said i fucked your mama on it no way. And I saw him coming up the very narrow aisle, and I thought, ah. He's going to sit really close He looks to like me. a character, and then he sat next to me. He was fine. We had no interaction. Oh, no, hang on. Hang on, Richard. Mm. Let's pause. Because the GTR was launched so long ago, presumably this was during the Gold Rush era. So that oh, was a that's real right. Cowboy. He was a panhandler. Is that what they he, call he was, him? He's been called worse, but yeah, you can call him that for the purpose of He might have podcast. had a blue Zeus in the airport loo. <laughs> oh, he had, he, had a, he had a bandolier of massive Zeuses. Um, <laughs> a bandolier of blue him. pills, just in case he needs some emergency panhandling in an airport oh, loo. We've all been there. Oh, hey, oh, yeah. bloody hell. I knew I had something 17... else. What? I knew I had something I've got to tell you. It's just about just saying the word Lee reminded me. Over the Easter break, we went to see some friends yeah. of ours. We went away to, to Norfolk, and then we went to see some friends of ours who live up there. And yes. while we were in their house, we were just getting ready to leave. And I, say, I said to my mate, all right, I'm just going to go to the loo. And I walked off towards his downstairs lavatory. Yeah. And as I did, he went, okay, enjoy your poo. And I thought, he's misheard me. And he thought I said, I'm just going to go for a poo, which is a bit of a strident thing to say in a house, well, even, even what? a friend's house. <laughs> and, and what? So, but then by the time I'd registered that this, is, this confusion had arose, I'm sort of already in the downstairs loo and closing the door and I so I sort of half-heartedly well. went no I said go at the loo and then as the door closed I heard my wife come into their hall and go where's Richard gone and our friend say he's just gone for a poo and, <laughs> and, and from then in there I had to go I'm not I'm not I'm not and then it's just like it's too late no the, the you, social embarrassment is complete you've, but you've got the you've got the opportunity to to stay in there a bit longer, and no one's going to care. Ah, well, you should have just gone with it and made a tale. No, what I did was really rushed it oh, to make worst. it clear that I hadn't, and then sort of flung the door open as if to go smell that. Not a trace, nothing. No, I, I, I was tend to not wee doing with the door that. open in the instance <laughs> like that. But I've still got my back turned, so I'm not showing anybody anything. But they can obviously hear it. They can see the golden arch if they're lucky, but they'll they go, oh, he's clearly not pooing because why would you do that? You wouldn't stand up pooing with him. <laughs> stand <laughs> up. <laughs> anyway, um, anyway, the hey, Nissan funny. GTR was uh, originally yeah. uh, driven uh, by uh, people during the War of the Roses, uh, apparently. Uh, so oh, thank you right. for everyone who pointed that out. Uh, but on a steward's inquiry, it has gone off sale in the UK, so technically not admissible to our oldest car you can buy in this country at the moment i'd quite like to have one last drive i know i was thinking myself. that there was i was yeah. talking to my brother the other week when he was down here about gtrs because we both agree and we quite fancied one and then i looked up on auto trade how cheap or you know how what, what they're down to now because i was thinking they've been yeah. around for a while as we know and yeah. uh, it, a lot of people think Lee Harvey Oswald made good his escape in one after assassinating John F. Kennedy. So I was thinking they must be getting to a point now where, you know, they're sort of like 30 grand. Not quite. When I checked, they were 35. But the they, cheapest GTR on Autotrader at that point, which was uh, three or four weeks ago, yeah. it, um, it, it, was, it claimed uh, that it had light paintwork damage uh, caused by peacocks. And, what? And I couldn't, I couldn't tell. So, did it actually say that? I honestly said that. It's gone now. I've just looked. The ad's gone. Hang on. That's an old money GTR, Rich. Well, that's the thing I was thinking. That's an old money GTR. It's been sat in the in the, in the gardens, ornamental, formal gardens, hmm. 
of a stately home because they you know they just like performance or or something but of course it gets lightly damaged by all the wildlife and the comings and goings of gardeners and I don't know. Well, peacocks are daft twats, aren't they? Because they see their own reflection in car paintwork and then set about the car as if it's a fight they're going to win. Idiots. I can do a good impression of a peacock. I'm not going to say good. Let me say I can do an average average impression of a peacock. Go on, then. Yeah. Oh! 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 That's not bad. That's my <clears throat> my throat was a little claggy because I've gone hard on the uh, the dark coffee. Oh, okay. But, no, that was uh, fair um, play. That's that was... a little bit of training. I could probably improve. Yeah. that. <laughs> it's, We're uh, sending you to Birkhall camp. Did you? Yeah. In fact, the Nissan GTR was in Bridgerton. I know that much as well. Ah, oh, that's right. It's yes. Very popular at the moment. Uh, I've just looked um, though. The cheapest uh, the cheapest GTR in Australia at the moment is thirty two grand. Yeah, that that Which, they, they went down to that for a while because people were breaking them for thirty for were they ropey ones. What to put yeah, the engine you can get in something 15 else? Fifteen for the gearbox. We well, can get fifteen for the gearbox. What you could? Yeah, the drivetrain was fifteen grand because it would be the first thing that got lunched any time ah, anyone yes. ov- overly abused or, or over boosted a GTR. The gearbox would shat itself, and it's fifteen grand. The so, next cheapest GTR currently on Autotrader, as we speak, is a Category S one for thirty six nine nine five. The uh, th- before I go into the description, the headline is Stage four point two five Supercar Killer. Stage four four point two five. What the merry frig is that all about? Um, That's so specific in the staging. I know. It's too specific. Too specific. It's only got 39,000 miles on it, which immediately makes me suspicious somehow because it's a 2009 car. So that car has done... I can't do the maths. But anyway, it's basically a 13-year-old car and it's done about 3,000, 3,000 miles a year, which is weird. Anyway. My two thoughts on the GTR... Mm. One fastest Christmas tree run I've ever done in my journalist <laughs> career was in a GTR. Boots, but uh, uh, li- listeners who've never experienced a GTR, um, the boot is huge. It's so deep. I could mm. put a Christmas tree almost in it and shut it. Wow! Um, without you know, without a roof rack or anything, impressive. Um, and the other thing is because it's a heavy car, and the heaviness sort of frustrates mm. me. And Nissan's refusal to believe that it's heavy. <laughs> Um, I'd like I'd like someone to do a drillium project on one. I think a drillium project would work really well. I don't know if you saw my recent nine eleven feature on the Blake Break Show involving the man's obsession with weight loss. I know it made me squeamish. A that. drillium GTR, yeah, it made a lot of people squeamish. I kind of like it because it's almost like an art e- exhibit. It but, made me squeamish not just because there's that um, thing. I don't think I fully suffer from that. I can't remember what that condition is. The the, the way you you oh, don't like holes begins with yeah, T. Tra- 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 but yeah, Skoda Trebike, tri- tri- <laughs> Dick Trickle and a Subaru Trebike. I was. It's also the fact that he's just taken too much out, and that car would fold up like a paper bag if you even reversed into a low wall. <laughs> yeah, there is that. Is is part of my that made me squeamish. Just went. Is that is that going to be okay? Anyway, uh, this GTR has had a bell housing upgrade a thousand miles ago. Haven't we all? And. Um, <laughs> I, I have the, as well a couple of the, cable ties around the, the base so you can't see it's it. It's the blues. <laughs> <laughs> Just bury them in the uh, in the dark curly hairs. No one sees. Uh, stage 4.25, approximately 630 <laughs> brake horsepower with adjustable Acutech maps. Is that how you pronounce it? Acutech? ECU-tech? I don't know. It's a different... different Bell housing. The car okay. has just had six thousand pounds on it. All common issues have been addressed for the new owner's peace of mind. It, it's just There's, had six thousand pounds. What they've just placed it on the bonnet now, in used notes with a paperweight. This is actually a dealer that's advertising this, but I'm not, I'm not going to suggest that they're they're guilty of hubris. But for fuck's sake, six hundred and thirty horsepower. Says who? That's just just made up, isn't it? Well, uh, you need a, you need a dyno report. Don't yeah, you? yeah. Uh, a car said six hundred pounds. He said, uh, "Owner's peace of mind. Buy with confidence. This car is the best on the internet. Is it? Is it really? Well, That's such a s- s- claim. Such it's, a bold it's, claim. It's up there with first to see will buy, isn't it? Well, technically, you were the first person to see it, see it after you wrote that. So now you've got to buy your own car, you twat. Um, 
it's um what about if you're contractually obliged to if someone just carelessly if their neighbor looked over the fence yeah. the car and then had to buy it by contract <laughs> so, like, i haven't even got the money well you're no, bankrupt well, you have to you, you just saw it. it sorry mate i wrote it in the ad therefore it's legally yeah. binding because i am full of shit <laughs> uh, anyway that I, I, do you know what i like as well have you ever seen one of those gtrs where the, where the rear spoiler's been taken off yeah they look quite good i think yeah a bit like the 300 zx nissans um that you could buy i think they were japanese market only which didn't have any of the winglety bits on yeah and there was one in the intro to kill bill i remember being driven by a lady through the neon lit streets ah. and i thought it looked particularly suave <laughs> so suave I'm down with that. Yeah, Ooh. and I'm not. I don't use Suave and 300 ZX frequently, but in that instance, I did. Couple with the fact that Kill Bill's one of those films. Personally, you watch it once, you don't need to watch it again. Kill Bill Two was a massive waste of my time. Mm. I remember just falling asleep. It was just so dull. Yeah, but but um, no, the 300 ZX was a highlight. Hey, on that note, actually, do you remember the um, second generation MR2 and yeah, the the base model came without the rear spoiler and at the time it looked a bit weedy and a bit sort of underdone you went no you want you want the full of the you know the, the boot spoiler of the gt but in retrospect they sort of look quite pretty and elegant without that boot spoiler i quite like them it's sort of the connoisseur's choice isn't it the the, the delete <laughs> yeah exactly the otzot um these the understated connoisseur's choice it almost um almost lives on I, I I like that idea. Well, I guess the the whole GT3 touring thing with Porsches is is, is reaffirmed that. Yeah, you've got the you've got the confidence of the performance. You don't need you don't feel the need to shout so loud about it. There's there's another but, GTR for sale here that's stage four point two five. This is clearly a thing that we're not aware of. Stage four point two five, six hundred and twenty five horsepower plus black edition, thirty eight nine nine five for this one. Actually, ooh, that looks quite good. It's black, but it's got little um orange trim all around its like the bottom of it basically the bottom I've of just the... I've just decided Lip. that I I think I know what I want to do with the GTR I want to buy one with a lot of panel damage and then I'll do a floor pan swap with a Matra Rancho and I feel that like could be a really perfect match dimensionally um, you may need to do some checking what wheelbase checking I might need to yeah <laughs> Well, but imagine that a Matra Rancho GTR spe- four point two five spec yeah. stage. Oh my god! Wouldn't that be amazing? <laughs> There's a place here in Peter Lee in the northeast. So, There's a garage called the GTR stage Heritage Centre. What the fuck? It's got a heritage. The GTR it? Heritage Centre. So, which just proves your point that they, you know, the the um. The Norman conquests were done using GTRs. It's a very old <laughs> <It's> design. <laughs> yeah. Bloody, why Funny. is it called the GTR Heritage? Oh, I'm going to have to look them up and see if they just I mean, sell GTRs. Obviously, all UK steam rallies have now got an additional category. Uh, so you're allowed to bring a GTR to a steam rally event. So it's illegible. <laughs> and uh, if you want to, you can attach, you can take the back wheels up, put it on them, um, and actually put uh. all. Put it on axle stands, take the wheels off, um, and a leather belt attached to one of the wheels, and you can attach sort of a makeshift milking parlour to it for dem- demonstrative purposes. Yeah, and it yeah. could be a stage 4.25 milking parlour. Which... Maybe that's what stage 4.25 means. It means it's got a power that's... take-off on it of some it... sort, so you can um, run that's a threshing PTO, machine. That's isn't it? That's exactly what it is. It's got a GTR PTO. Yeah. GTR oh, PTO, yeah. <laughs> That is the ultimate in agri. I, uh, in fact, Clarkson will have one mm. on his farm in the next month or, t- or two. True Who, fact, there was a period when both Jeremy Clarkson and James May were discussing whether they should get GTRs. They both had a craving for one. That surprises me. And quite seriously. And it's like, you know, there's, there, there are many cars they could have bought and they were both very seriously. I think Hammond might have been quite interested as well. They, they egg each other on sometimes. And I think they were all quite up for... Because they just suddenly remembered. We were just chatting one day. And we just all remembered how good they are, and they still are. You're right, though. I would love to have a go in one before they. Um, Maybe we should they completely Maybe. disappear or all go stage four point nine six. Yeah, it's stage ten sixty six, which is obviously the. Uh, and there's. <laughs> it's a lovely tribute to the, the year it came out. Tapestry GTR tapestry in the back. 
<laughs> tapestry <laughs> seats. That'd be amazing with all tapestry. the other GTRs woven in. So some sort of storytelling that went on with the Wii. Yeah. Um, do you know what I was going to say? I was going to start this cast off because you mentioned Norfolk. And actually, the other week, um, uh, we, I talked about John Travolta being seen in Norfolk and just suddenly casually having oh, selfies yeah. taken with him when he went he went he went to Morrison's um cafe for a breakfast I mean, it just <laughs> just it just wrecks my head so he went to Morrison's supermarket and he was seen in a couple of other places he went to a, a seafood restaurant and ordered a full dressed crab for starter and then and then for main had a, a whole lobster so he obviously went well into what? his seafood <laughs> <laughs> no, but this is like. Do you remember when Tom Cruise went to that that curry house in in yeah. uh, in Birmingham, and he ordered two of the same dish or something? Yes, he did. I'm starting to think these American megastar actors have never been to restaurants before because they don't know how to order. They make a complete cock of it. These two American-sized portions, so they they worry well, that oh, it might I don't not know. be enough. Or? I just thought. I think they're just maybe they 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 have a private chef at home and they just tend to you know have the restaurant experience at home, but it's all taken care of. And when they're confronted with a menu, they panic and do silly things. Or do they do? Or is it a sort of Roman Abramovich spec where you you're worried there's a chance of poisoning, so you order two of everything and then do an eeny meeny miny mo. Uh, Never know. Could never be. know, do I you? Don't know. Which is why you know your glass know. bottom tankard. Make sure no one's put thirteen blue zeuses in my cider. <laughs> or whatever <laughs> you've got you've got an unmanageable bonk on for like six days exactly that... it's giving me a throbbing head ache yeah um so <laughs> <laughs> oh god i'm someone's best man i'm gonna have to gaff it to my leg to stop it getting in the pictures <laughs> um but i was i was thinking at first all this chat of of travolta in norfolk and I thought, what, what, what's this about? And before I found out the reason why he was that he was filming something, I thought, no, I know, I know why, I know why he's in Norfolk. He flies, doesn't he? You know, he's, he's mm. we've said he's he's got a commercial license. He's got a full airport in his mm. back garden. Um, yeah. <laughs> and of course, over in Norfolk, a couple of U.S. Air Force bases that have been around for some time. He's got. He thought. He's, he's thought. Right, I'm just going to go for a couple of big flights, a couple of long hauls to keep me hours up. He's called in at he's called in and said, Can I can I land in one of the Norfolk bases? They've gone, Yeah, no problem. And he's gone and circled in, and as he's gone in and circled to land, he's realised he's seen from the sky huge signs, badly painted signs saying car for sale. <laughs> and he's thought, I'm a little bit intrigued, I wonder what that's about. And what it is is usually it's it's just a really quite a bad condition Ford B Max at the side of a road, hastily parked yeah. on a verge. Um, yeah. <laughs> with a sign propped up against it that's that's quite badly painted, um, and and I know you have seen this because I've witnessed this before when I've gone to see my in-laws in Norfolk. There's a lot of badly yeah. painted signs propped up next to cars for sale at the side of the road. I I hadn't. This is because I messaged you, didn't I, while I was in Norfolk, and went, "Is this the world centre of badly painted signs on cars at the side of the road for sale?" Yes. I hadn't spotted this before. I think Norfolk has got it. It is Britain's <clears throat> cars for sale at the side of the road hotspot, and it got to the point where we were driving around Norfolk, and I could spot it from a mile away, probably because it's quite flat. But you'd sort of see up ahead, on a verge or in a driveway, and it's the angle, the angle yes. and the incongruity of like, why is there a car there? And even if you couldn't immediately see the badly painted handmade sign <laughs> I could tell I started getting really tuned into it a bit like that I saw one of them it was a bright yellow first generation SLK oh yellow I bet it had the blue interior that nobody wanted I didn't yeah, I bet it point. did I didn't check I actually it... we were driving so I, I didn't get a chance to stop but it was in a driveway but it was the angle just went no one leaves their car like that. No. Why would you leave your car like that? And sure enough, although I couldn't see it at first, as we passed, the nose was pointing the other way. Um, it had got the whole windscreen occupied by the badly made hand-painted hand sign. <laughs> and, um, and so it went on. It was I just, it's, it's rife. It's, it's Like they don't have Auto Trader or Car and Classic no. or anything out there. They just have hand-painted signs. I feel like 
um, the uh, those sort of parked angles are only seen when cars are abandoned during a police chase in those documentaries. There's flood. Yes. So they they've they've mimicked the same angle, but they've just shut the doors because you know when people run out when thieves run out of cars, they normally leave the door open. Um, yeah. And they actually leave it in. That's funny that though, isn't it? Do they? Do they, or is that just in TV reconstructions or you know dramas where that happens? Because I feel like even if you're fleeing for your life, you'd almost instinctively shut the door on the car, wouldn't you? I've seen I've seen real police chases on on you know the the the, the dash cams from cop cars. There are a lot of doors mm. that get lo- left open. I've often found oh, okay. it because the car's still rolling forward. So if they go to swing the door shut, it's, right. it's not. You've not got enough power to shut the door. No, you're working um, against it. You are. You? you are, and a lot of cars don't. That's a good point. I just thought I'd point that it's, out. But I, so I no. think I think Travolta just used it as a weak excuse to fly a Hercules all the way in, and he thought I'll fly a Hercules <laughs> in because well, I've, I need some. I need if I buy a car, I want to pop it on board and take it. So oh, I see. So if he swings in right. and goes, oh my gosh, look at that! That's a Mitsubishi Shogun two point eight. Uh, multi-point <laughs> injection. Wow, um, I might have to buy one of those. I mean, they haven't even cleaned under the arches. They haven't made any effort at all for its presentation. I'll see if I can get it down to 3,200 quid, and then I'll get my US Air Force mates to package it up into the Herc, and then I'll go <laughs> after having seven crabs. <laughs> and garnished with, with a lobster oh, and an octopus. And then when he's at a high altitude, he suddenly gets tummy bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if it was the bright yellow SLK that first drew him in because oh. that would be very visible from the air, wouldn't it? It's a beacon. It's an. You're right. You're yeah. right. It's an absolute beacon. And Trav. But, I'm um, going to call Tron Travolta Trav. Is that okay? Tra- do you think that's what Trav. his mates call him? <laughs> I, I feel like he might be more of a JT. What about a Volta? Is he a Volta? The Volta. Yeah. A vo- <laughs> I think he could. Be. <laughs> Yeah, you you're coming out tonight. The Volta's in town. Let's go. Um, I think we could. Yeah, any of those, maybe all of them. That's the thing. Maybe he's a guy who's got a lot of nicknames. Oh, shitting hell! Something else I meant to tell you that's not car related. That about just embarrassing things that happened to me while we were away. Yeah. Um, along with the Lupu confusion, <laughs> is I've I think you know like a lot of parents, I've got a lot of little sort of pet names for our daughter. Yes. And sometimes I call her Boo, and sometimes I call her Minky, and sometimes I call her Bubs, and there's all sorts of little. Just bit, they just sort of, you know, there's a, there's a platter of them, and I just, I'm, I don't even think about it. I just, one of them pops out of my mouth when I'm talking to her sometimes. Yeah. And we were at a playground, and I wanted to draw her attention because we were about to go, and somehow my brain jammed and accidentally combined more than one of these pet names. And I shouted boobs across a playground. <laughs> and then immediately had to do that thing when you realise you've said something that's just weird and other people have heard. Well, I'll just bury it under lots more speaking. So I went, boobs, come on, we're going, we're going, we've got to go, we've got to go, we're going to go, we're going, because we're going over there now. So come on, my love, come on, let's go, let's go, let's go. But yeah, it was a bit of a... Anyway. <laughs> boobs in a children's <laughs> park. Yeah. Boobs! Yeah. Um, Could have been worse, I suppose. Uh, what were we talking about? Oh yeah, John Travolta, so Travolta uh, eating, eating all of the sea creatures within <laughs> in an immediate radius of East Anglia, and then cra- flying off with. Oh, he would have bought the SLK. He would have bought an American. He would have bought an American car as well because one someone around the US airbase would have had something interesting that he's gone. Oh, do you know what? While I'm here, I've got a bit of space in the Hercules. A bit like a lorry driver, they don't want to go home with an empty load. Might as well put something mm. on board. I don't even want it, but it's all right. I've got enough money. Throw it on. I'll take it back with me. I might jettison it halfway across the sea because I'm getting a bit low on fuel. So, oh, no, what should I do? Get rid of the Mazda Demio. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Just get rid. No one will see. There's all these people in the North Sea going, why is there a Honda Accord Type V just bobbing about in the middle of the Atlantic? Travolta! Yeah, that's Volta. Um, that. That's Volta. So that's it's a good point as well. While I was in East Anglia, I spotted quite a few of those, you know, double-takey sort of, because it's an American car or it's a, it's, it's a Honda we don't get. And it's those Honda US thing. service people. It suddenly, yeah. suddenly occurred to me, 
why do the US military allow this? Because surely it makes these service people more of a like a kidnap risk and things like that. That's a very, very good point. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. You want to blend just, in, surely everyone should just Exactly have... blend in. Everyone the US Air Force. Yeah, well, so I was going to say the, the the US Air Force should just do a deal with a local used car dealer and go. We want all of your blandest stock, please. Cash cars, insignias, insignias, C Bring them over, Zafira. Yes, please. Yes. And then they could just blend in. But no, it's like apart from the absurd complexity and expense. I imagine it's not because they've got big planes, haven't they? But even so, it's like going. Like oh, we really want to take our Honda Odyssey to the UK so that I can sit on the wrong side of the car in a vehicle that's slightly too big for UK roads. I know, it's, and, and I'm, I'm going to air freight it over there that free just for you. Yeah. It doesn't make or any sense. we've got this 2011 Vauxhall Zafira. How does that suit you? <laughs> Basically the same sort of car, steering but a little wheels bit more on dismal. the right and, but the steering wheel's and it's on the already side, here. Which, you don't have to air freight it. So there we go. Done. Uh, and they could even just sort of cone off a little bit of the airbase for right-hand drive driver training. So you do a bit of a bit of acclimatization. I know. And then you're allowed out. You know, the, the the point of it of of them blending in, I think, is a great idea. Just to throw people off the scent as well. Any potential wrongens, I think they should import just a couple of. Um, Ford Raptors, uh, but give them to old people in Norfolk as like a free prize draw. So you go to a village fete and you go, oh, look, US Air Force are giving away a brand new Raptor to a local. Oh, isn't that really nice? <laughs> and so there's, I don't know, there's 74-year-old Margaret tooling around in some like Larry pickup that she doesn't fully understand, but she got, she won it, so it's fine. She's not a greedy woman, yeah. she's not going to sell it. No, exactly. Um, quite so, nice. I like the colour. I love the colour. So she she goes around in it, but of course that when 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 the enemy might come to to town to look around, they'll just follow the raptor. They go, oh, they're clearly American. Follow them. Yeah, but then they might take someone's grandma hostage, and she'd be like, I just I won it at the fate. It's not. I, I don't know where they keep the missiles. I don't know why you're asking me. <laughs> I don't Do know, know why what, she's northern, though, but anyway. I have to say, if um, if she did have to take make chase, or as sometimes tragically happens, people have a heart attack at the wheel and their throttle foot gets jammed down into the footwell and locked out. Of mm. course, a, ra- a raptor will go as the crow would fly. Not a problem. Um, it'll go down ditches, over hedges, through low walls. Just it's, not an issue. It's, it's actually a then, really good heart attack car, potentially. Well, yes and no, but then eventually, dear old grandma, heart gives out, clogs it, the raptor just scythes across Norfolk until it arrives oh. at Cromer. Oh, at where, the sea? Well, the sea, but before it gets into the sea, it inadvertently runs over John Travolta, who was crabbing off the pier there, <laughs> to slake his insatiable appetite <laughs> for shellfish. <laughs> He's got a chef on the pier with him. She just yeah, he, it out. He cooks the bugger. Can't cook it fast enough. He's he's bought some kind of solar powered microwave, and as, as fast as those little buggers are coming out of the sea, he's popping them in for a couple of minutes, and then just smashing the um, smashing the shell open with a claw hammer he bought from the B and Q on the outskirts of town. 
no. The man's a lunatic. He's using, he's using a white Mercedes SLK as just a prawn bucket. It's all he's... <laughs> 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 go, oh, that... Yeah, just fill it. What, like fill the interior's with... full of ice? He's just yeah. filled it with ice and then he's just chucking. That's right. And then he just drives it back to the US airbase and just says, guys, do what you want with it. I've had it for three days. It's absolutely fine. Oh, by the way, it stinks of fish. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Gets in his Hercules and goes. (laughs) (laughs) Right, well, look, guys, uh, we're still at the corrections desk because there are a couple of other things I need to just uh, spool through. One very quickly was just that uh, the episode before last of this podcast, I kept saying Conquistadors. It was, in fact, the title of the show. And a few people rightly pointed out it's Conquistadors. Oh, Um, sugar. And that's you a bit embarrassing. That one up. Schoolboy error. Uh, in I fact, know. someone someone pointed out. I think that it's a, you should know that from um, the Joy Division song "Dead Souls," which in fact contains the word "conquistadors," pronounced correctly, and it does. And I like Joy Division a lot, and I, I didn't even realise that I was pronouncing it incorrectly. So uh, from now on, oh, I get no. that right. For centuries, the conquistadors have driven Nissan GTRs, <laughs> uh, and then the other, the big. Uh, correction we had to make is we were talking about a safari style alpine a110 yeah this is a big boo-boo big boo-boo a lot of people waded in and went they made one i think the first person out of the box on this was one of our patrons bjorn van der ven was the first person to point it out but he was followed by many many other people who went they did alpine made a concept called the sports x concept which was exactly what we were talking about a jacked up safari style Alpine A110. It looked yeah. mega. I can't believe that we both forgot about it. I, I mean, I'll, I be, feel, I'll be honest. I feel awful. I didn't. I just. It, it's weird. I didn't remember it at all yeah. until it was pointed out. And then we had an email from David Tuhig, the man who led the A110 project, who we mentioned in the um, in that show, uh, confirming first of all that they did that concept that we'd completely forgotten about. Little bit of uh, an embarrassment for us. Um, but he said, "I fully agree." Not only do I agree, we got damn close to actually making one. The A110 Sports X concept. Oh, Overly long name, but I think it looked cool as hell. It the design did. was done by my mate, Anthony Villain. Great name. Who's a certified genius, so of course it looked great. The idea was, of course, to exploit the A110's low mass and relatively long suspension travel by giving it a little bit of ground clearance, even more travel, and tyres with deep sidewalls. Coming from Ireland, I was, and still am, a huge fan of such an idea... Ireland is full of narrow, bumpy roads with dodgy surfaces where normal, low-clearance sports cars are next to useless. We were also thinking of the many countries in southern and eastern Europe where it's not unusual to come across a stretch of gravel roads, or at least roads so badly surfaced they might as well be. One side benefit is using such a car in town. There's no noise in the world worse than a nice set of alloys grating on a kerb. Modern oh. low-profile tyres offering <laughs> zero protection. Higher sidewalls would allow one to use a sports car in town without being paranoid about parking it. So this is all all the I stuff we I, were sort of thinking about. They were they were already way ahead of us. And um, yeah. he said um, he said the design was of course inspired by the Alpine A one ten Berlinettes that did indeed, as Johnny pointed out, compete in various African rallies in the sixties and seventies, jacked up and cool as hell. But Anthony and his team were also inspired by nine five nines and various nineteen eighties nine eleven SCRSs etc. It was a properly engineered and fully running concept and shown at a few events in nineteen in twenty nineteen and twenty. It got some love, but not as much as one would have hoped for, and tragically oh. not enough for Alpine to actually push the button. He says, brackets, I'm desperately trying to avoid saying pull the trigger. Thank you, David. <laughs> uh, the cruel economics of the cost-volume curve were against it. So there we go. From Firstly, the horse's mouth, it's, it's, it was a, they thought it was a good idea too. But. David, thank you for getting in, in touch. Yeah. And David, so sorry that we forgot that concept. And I, I didn't know it was a fully engineered car i want i desperately want to drive it now can we not get can we campaign to get it out and have a go remind people this is a shit art idea and also like he said in his letter in a world now where porsche are almost certainly going to release a a safari-esque production car yeah um and there's aftermarket people doing doing similar things the PR of that and the the wider interest of that it, it it just makes sense for it to happen now. I mean, bloody hell! If Alpine had put this into production, it would have beat Porsche at the game. It would have made Porsche look like they were playing catch up, and it would have probably been a better car because it was lighter. Exactly. 
It's very funny because uh, David concludes his message by saying that he, he sort of feels that the concept Alpine was maybe two or three years ahead of its time now that backdated Safari 911s are all over the internet. And yeah. Porsche itself seems to be testing a jacked up production version of the 911. I suspect it might fly now better than it did in 2019. So, um, Can we get it out? Yeah. Can I drive it on the late break show? Or can we drive it together on Smith & Sniff? Go and can we get, do that? Get, start hassling Alpine. I'm bloody going to. Do I'm it. bloody going to. I've had two people contact me since I put my video out of the Alpine saying they've ordered one. Really? Yeah, off the back of that video. It's nice. Wow. I, feel like, I reckon I've sold at least four Alpines in 18 months. Well, I mean, they, I mean, they can't. They don't sell that many generally, do they? So you've... Two and a half thousand a year? It's they don't fly out the door. No, but then it's a shame because it's a lovely car. It's um, fun. It's lots of fun, for it's sure. lots of fun. Lots of fun. Uh, the other thing I was going to talk to you about this week is... Uh, John Travolta in Norfolk? Or yeah. No, we've done him, we've haven't done we? have done enough of that. Do you feel <laughs> like you don't want to do any more <laughs> of that? Kind of wander away from the John Travolta desk. Um, I went to America for two days to drive the new Range Rover. Oh, you did, didn't you? You Ooh, get me. Uh, turns out going to California for two days is quite intense in terms of then coming home and immediately going to Norfolk and not remembering which way is up. It was, um, it was sort of quite spacey. You know when you sort of that jet lag that's not tiredness as such, it's like you fully spaced out. And um I don't I never got jet lagged, so I'm what? quite lucky. No, I just taught myself to not bother thinking about it and it worked. I don't but I'm a man of strong belief. But you, uh, I don't, what, do, don't get so, jet so if you if you went to <clears throat> yeah. somewhere like say California, where it's a, like a, an eleven hour flight there and it's an eight hour yeah. time difference, yeah. what you don't then your first night there you don't wake up at four a.m. wide Which, awake and starving hungry because your body thinks it's not the time that it is. I, I'd have I just have a obviously I might have a a, a, a jumbo piss. But and then I just go back to <laughs> I bed. I don't think that's related to anything. You just go back to bed and what? And go to sleep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Piss yeah. off! No one can do that. No, that's I do insane. do that. I do do that. Or you make sure you've got a boring book or a boring email there. So if you're tempted, but you never pick the phone up because the evil no, light no. will reel you in. No, 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 no. Um, I, I, I had that. I was like. Line there going, going don't look at your phone, don't look at your phone. Just, just No, no, don't. no, you'll you'll start searching for Matra Bagheera's on Car and Classic, and we all know <laughs> yeah. that, 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 where that leads. But, um, it's a story here about John Travolta trying to eat a narwhal. Um, <laughs> I, hey, yeah, John Travolta buys bad. an ISO Revolta. <laughs> ISO Travolta. <laughs> what? That was for sale at the side of a, of a road near Norwich. Yeah, uh, and he's bought the company, re- completely reinvigorated ISO. He's done it. He's got the money. ISO Travolta. The ISO it's, Travolta. So there wasn't that. There was nothing. <laughs> I just lay there. And then eventually I got up because I flew to San Francisco. And then I, I got up and I was in a hotel that had um, blackout blinds on the windows, which was nice for getting to sleep and all that. But then I thought, I brought my runners with me. I'll go for a run. Go for a run around San Francisco. That would be nice. That would be a novelty. So I, I got all ready and then I put the... Um, blinds up and it was still pitch dark outside oh, forgot. so I went for a run in the dark and in fact I went downstairs and the concierge where I said I'm just going out for a run so and he went whoa careful make it a short one it's raining out there and I was like mate I'm from England this is natural running weather but then when I got back to the hotel the lady at reception thought I was drenched in sweat and went I went hey, can I have my key back please and she went do you want a water I, I had to explain that it was just rain on me which is they, I love that whoa there running in the rain yeah I know That's... exactly like what you might dissolve and like, no also I mean if you live in San Francisco it's very moist that city it is the, moist the fog and the rain it's not like uh, you know sort of southern California or somewhere else I must I must dig dry. out the true the true San Franciscan history of my Dodge Charger I want to, oh yes because it was supplied there new and I but I don't know any of those details I just know it was supplied to San Francisco new. I want to mm. know. I want to know how I can dig out this this history. Could I'd love you, to know. You'd have to do it back off the VIN, presumably. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Because the, the license only... plate wouldn't really, would it? I don't know. Do you know the original mm. license plate number? But that can yeah. you, cha- you? I have. They got change though, don't plate. they? They're not as locked in as UK registration numbers. No, the VIN is the true identity, and I don't think you can find. 
I don't think you can discover that far back, you know, like what dealer it was assigned to or anything like that. But if if you can, I would love to know more. Um, it is an original, you know, numbers matching car, but it's just I, I just want to know who, in the name of Judea, decided it was a good idea to buy non-servo drum braked car for San Francisco market. I just think it's a they were either a hero or a or a or a terrible. Just a, a, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> a momentum enthusiast. There was less traffic in those days. Maybe um, yeah. it just wasn't an issue. Brake fade just wasn't a thing. It's fine. Just a little bit more asbestos in the morning to uh, breathe yeah. in through the cord to light <laughs> while smoking two fags. <laughs> well, I don't know. It's just, um, do you know, I was go- going, going to going long haul flights for a short amount of time. I don't do that anymore. I mean, I haven't done a long haul flight for ages. But Well, no, me neither. It was a bit <laughs> weird. And it I don't unnecessary. generally do it. I don't. I've never been on the sort of you know car journey launch circuit, and I think you've probably done more of that stuff than I have. Circuitador, yeah. Circuito del yeah. del <laughs> tiredness. Um, <laughs> it's uh, I don't know the Spanish for tiredness. Circuito tiredness. Couldn't even pronounce conquistadors properly. Uh, the yeah, it's I didn't. So, but anyway, I, I, the Sunday Times asked if I'd go and drive the new Range Rover, and I went, "What? Okay, if you insist." So yeah, it's just it was it was very nice, and the car's good as well. And um, uh, well, that's it. That's my in-depth review of the new Range Rover. Well, that's nice. <laughs> I appreciate that very much. Um, now it is very good. So- it's sort of more of the same, but improved and tweaked and yeah hopefully very reliable yeah it's it's the thing isn't it? it's the first thing people always mention about it and you do go there's a lot of stuff on that car now because if it's it's got some um, 48 volt electrics to do the active anti-roll and it's got four-wheel steering and there's all manner of other tech in it active noise cancelling Cancelling, um, cancelling, and it's got that sort of that thing where it knows from the nav data what's coming up, so it can prime the suspension for bumps and for corners. And it's a very, very high tech car. And then it's got some sort of electromechanical trickery in it, like if you have the long wheelbase with the SV stuff, it's got this electric table that rises out of the centre console, and all manner Which of stuff. Which is all, it's all lovely. It's all lovely, but, but if it goes if it on the bonk, work, that's it's not troublesome. Useful. No, exactly. There's one of the ones which actually why. I thought is a, a step too far, not be- just worried it's going to stop working, but just because it's it's too much, is same as the Porsche Taycan, some of the adjustments of the dashboard vents is done by going into a menu in the touchscreen. Oh, stop it. Too much. Now, the Taycan is ridiculous because you even move the vents in the touchscreen, don't you? It's just stupid. Yeah, it's just... Yeah. The Range Rover's not that bad. You can still there's a little tab on each vent that you can still just swivel it about the way you would normally. What there isn't is a thumb wheel to close off the air supply. To do that, you have to go into a menu. Stop. Fuck off. Stop Stupid. It. Stop Whoever it. decided that was a good idea should be flayed with rope. It's stupid. <laughs> and and it's because my wife particularly my wife in any given car spends half the journey fuck assing around with the with the ventilation she's always really? just not quite right yeah i never i never fiddle with the ventilation no i know i don't 10 either seconds at the most i ever. don't generally but i was thinking as i was driving that new range rover about my wife and going oh my god this would be a nightmare because she always going oh it's a draft can i just and then you've got to go oh i'll put you through to the touchscreen menu where it yeah no need i can't believe that there's a cost saving there because they've got to be little servos back there to do the the closing of the thing where previously a little a little wheel would have done it. Why is there the necessity to do this? I, it's I, the, it's the weirdest yeah. feature of that car because it's it seems it's not more luxurious to do that. It's just more inconvenient, and inconvenience is by definition unluxurious. Luxury should be relaxing. Yes, it should be exactly, and it shouldn't require lots of learning. Well, your your uh, 2022 Range Rover experience. I, I, I could use that as a segue into <laughs> saying that I I watched Cliffhanger the other night for the for the only the second time. I watched it when it was in the cinema when it was new mm. when I was at school. Um, I don't know why. I just decided to watch it. And the and the children because it was Easter holidays. I said to the kids, Yeah, you can watch that. Well, it does feature a Land Rover in it, which is why I'm bringing it up now. But we'll come on to that in a sec. First of all, 
an incredible amount of MFs, which I hadn't quite banked on uh, with the children being sat oh, really? to me watching the film. Yeah, a lot ah. of MFs. I'm not talking about Massey Ferguson's. No. I'm talking about... Uh, <laughs> yeah, we know. I uh, Although sexy MF by Prince would have a whole new meaning if that was the case. He'd be well into his agri. Yeah. Um, but yeah, lots of MFs in, in Cliffhanger. And of course, Stallone um, drives... A series three Land Rover in the in, in the in the film and in the intro it's seen just sort of like looks like it's climbing up a very steep mountainous hill and actually having a hard time of it <laughs> um, and I reckon it's a two and a quarter petrol but I might be wrong I'm, I'm willing to stand corrected but um, the film's quite good although yeah lots of swearing and lots of point blank range sort of like torso shooting um, I noticed that was my other observation that I wrote down. Not that I was trying to review the film. I'm not Mark Kermode. You know, like shooting people being shot in the chest at at point-blank range. A lot of it. There was a lot of it going on. Ah, okay. Seemed a little bit unnecessary. And my wife was like, listen, you're going to have to turn this off. This is too much. And then my son, who's 10, turned to her and he went, look, it just looks like ketchup. It's really fake. It's not real anyway. And I went, yeah, exactly, mummy. I mean, obviously the MFs is not great, but the but the sort of chest shooting I'm okay with. This is the opposite of what happened to us when we were away where we were having a picnic and my son suddenly went, oh, mum, did you put ketchup in my sandwich? And she went, no. And it was, in fact, he gashed his finger open on a piece of metal oh. and not noticed. And, uh, and there was just blood all over the bread. <laughs> it did look like ketchup. I thought I was like, God, there's a lot of ketchup there. Oh, oh no, oh, yeah, the finger quite gash. A deep gash, yeah. Uh, anyway, well, uh, cliffhanger. Yeah, so if anyone remembers that film, I think it's 1993. I do not remember that film, and I do not remember the Land Rover. No. Oh, well, you'll have to watch it just for the Series Three LR. And there's a short wheelbase Ford Bronco in there oh. as well. Uh, that uh, the love interest of Sylvester Stallone drives. Um, um, now, funny enough. I I was going to say I I, I won't yeah I've, I've done my review of the new Range Rover it's really nice if you want one then of course you do it's a Range Rover you know what you're getting just a bit better than the last one uh, but um, <laughs> the uh, actually do you know what then I got back from that and immediately got into my old third generation Range Rover to go away to Norfolk and I was a bit worried I thought oh no mine's going to feel really cack now and it doesn't actually it felt perfectly fine felt felt just part of the family just a bit worse thank oh god for that Phew. i was worried i, I was really worried about i don't that. know how you'd sleep <laughs> except apparently i've just learned that you could seemingly just go, go to sleep which is an incredible skill i can i'm so jealous well i, I live in constant tiredness and well that's true yeah um i used to say to my wife um yeah jet lag is for pussies and that was all I said. <laughs> Although ironically, pussies can also sleep anywhere, so they probably have no trouble with it. They'd have slept on the plane, wouldn't they? All just that's true, up. actually. Yeah. Do you think cats say that? They don't use that terminology. I would say <laughs> <laughs> that's for pussies. That is. Um, yeah. I tell you what else I saw in uh, San Francisco was an El Camino, and I was trying to work out: are they cool or are they still a bit? Sort of <laughs> no, they're cool. Kind of. No, El Camino's. I think they're cool, but it's hard to get a read. Are they cool in their homeland? Because as an outsider, you go, yeah, that's cool. But I don't know. It was really nice and scruffy, but in a good sort of way, where I think they kind of look quite good scruffy. And also, it was making I like an El Camino, noise, and I'm so, not a pickup truck fan, um, as you might know, so because they're the acceptable mm, face of the pickup mm. world, or should I say the useful face of the pickup world, because they're, they're a car. Well, I suppose they? so, yeah. So, are they monocoque? They look like they probably no. are because they've got that kind of sail power. Yeah. They're not a Well, yeah, chassis, they're based they? on... Um, well, they it are. depends. I mean, a Chevrolet El Camino is based on, like, an Impala and or a, or a Chevelle. Uh. I'm pretty sure they're separate chassis. Mm, I have to look. I mean, I know the, fit, the original 50s one are based on Impalas. So they oh. will be the same chassis as an Impala. And then you've got the Ford yeah. Ranchero, which is yeah. based on a Ford. I'm sure that's a separate chassis, a Ranchero. Mm. Quite I like think, the Ranchero. It's a sort um, of slightly rougher brother of the El Camino. The El Camino is a little bit more dainty for some reason. <laughs> Ranchero <laughs> just seems a little bit more kidnappy. But, um, I, that's the thing. I was looking at this El Camino and I was like, does this... Does the driver 
I think the driver was wearing a vest, and I was like, but is it an ironic <laughs> vest or just a vest? And how stained is the vest? Oh, and are they ironic stains? I don't know. San Francisco, you would assume this is kind of, it's a slightly hipstery thing, but I didn't really get a good look at the at the occupants. Uh, I just, I heard it and then turned I think they're going. cool now. Yeah, quite possibly. I, I just, I don't, I think they're cool. I'm just wondering, you know, as they, if you drove on in America, I, I, I would like to sort of run it past my wife, and if she went, oh, no. I think... No. Elk, uh, if it's a boxy mid mid seventies onwards one, mm. um, you, you you could look a little bit Gene Hackman in Enemy of the State spec okay. with them. If you remember that, where he picks up Will Smith and has to run away uh, and blow up his own apartment because his all his monitoring equipment gets twigged by the government. So he basically sets fire to his own apartment and then drives away in an El Camino. <laughs> um, so there's some level of cool. And it actually catches on fire, come to think of it. I think they start shooting at it and it might have caught the fuel line or uh-huh. something under the bonnet. I mean, there's not a lot under the bonnet. So well, a lot a... of technology, at least. Oh, right. OK, yeah. There's a... It'd be a 350 small block, won't there? Mm. It'd be wheezing mm. out a, a strong 113 horsepower <laughs> in the late 70s. On, on premium <laughs> so, gasoline, yes. Uh, I tell you what else I saw in, uh, in in on my travels uh, were a couple of Rivians, the pickups. Oh, and, did you? Uh, you saw a, re- a a finished one? I saw one on in in San Francisco, and mm. it looked good. And I thought it looked quite big, but then I saw another one out in the wilds of Northern California. And actually, I don't think it's as big as I thought. Probably because I was in a long wheelbase Range Rover at the time, but it. It's yeah, yeah. Actually, not so that, big. That, I thought it would be comically see, huge, and it's not. But it's it's a it's a, a good looking thing as these things go. Neat. I, I'm I'm yeah. I well, I, as a as a as a package, I'm really I'm really into it. Hmm. Um, I don't. The R1T is the pickup, isn't it? The yeah. R1S is the the Range Rovery sort of Chevy Suburbany. Yeah. SUV. That's not out yet, is it? No, I don't think so. But that's the one that I'm less interested in. The R1, weirdly, the, the pickup is the one I'm more interested in because it's got so many cubby holes and things. It's a bit mm. like the Ford Lightning. It's like the it's the one pickup truck that I'm interested in because it has lots of stowage that isn't in the back of the pickup bit. I think that's a good point, though, isn't it? In in general, and partly because of the way EVs can be packaged, we're entering a golden age of cubby holes. Oh, cubby heaven. Absolute <laughs> cubby heaven. Cubby heaven. Two um, more from him oh, cu- later. Cubby Brock. Cubby Brock. <laughs> the oh, most exciting. Uh, storage space enthusiastic Bond producer there's ever been. Cubby Holder Broccoli. Oh, yeah, Cubby. Oh, he'd just say, listen, um, if you're going to get on a flight with just hand luggage only, just pass it to me. I'll, I'll find stash a place it. for it. He was we'll quite a big lad, wasn't he? I bet he had a lot of storage in his, in his clothes by dint of them being, you know. Yeah, or he just used to put them inside a bag for life and then put them <laughs> inside them in a bus shelter. <laughs> Cubby! Um, the earlier thing I saw, oh, I saw a few things, but I won't bore you with all of them. But there's just, there's a, and this feels like for the second week in a row, I'm going to blow some smoke up Toyota Designs Tumble Home. But uh, I, I saw there's a new Toyota Venza, which is a car we've never got here. Ven- the old Venza? Venza was a bit sort of, kind of, you know, just. A sort of half-hearted crossover. My parents-in-law had one, which they they really liked it. But and it was a Toyota. I've it was got reliable. to look this up. Toyota Venza. Yeah, the new Venza. I mean, it looks like they've had a damn good look at Ian Callum's Jag SUVs. It's got F pace and E pace vibes about it. Oh yeah, combined with it. some very sort of Lexusy stuff. But it's a Toyota, and it's just a it's it's a nice looking car. And it's just because I've never seen one. I didn't even know it existed, to be perfectly honest. And I saw a few of them around. As you said it, I just kept, I was just started humming Elvis's Return to Sender in the back of my head. <laughs> Return to Venza. <laughs> yeah, it's just because I, I, I didn't see, you know, you used to go to America and you'd sort of see lots of cars you didn't recognise because it's, yeah, they have different cars and it feels like maybe that's not so much the case. Still is, of course. There's lots of stuff we don't get here, but but there wasn't much that I hadn't already seen or wasn't aware of, and that was the one where I went, what's that? And then realised, because I didn't know, that I, I thought they deleted the Venza for good, but no, apparently they decided to bring it back but make it a bit more SUV-ish, and um, it's a very pleasant-looking thing. 
So I don't. Oh, the, the, the bigger headline being Toyota Design seems to have um, got a bit more of their shizzle together these days. As long as it's not a Toyota Solara, which I remember oh my just God. being very retirement. Yeah, terrible. Um, Terrible. And, yeah, and the front of the Solara name. A Talbot Solara, or I was going to say, what is it? I'd love to do a twin test. Toyota Solara, Solara versus Solara, Solara. While eating a Solaro. <laughs> they're, they're both very average cars, aren't they? Yes. The, the Talbot Solara was never brilliant. No. no, no. Uh, no you've got first-hand experience of these Yeah, things. but I'd never tried it. You never drove it, it though. No, Did I didn't. drive it? No, no, I was no, too, young. too young. No, I started it a few times. I was allowed to start it, and th- but not... Your old, didn't your old man migrate to an Avenger? He went to an Avenger, didn't he? No, the other way around. He went Avenger, Avenger, Alpine, oh. Solara, and then. Oh gosh, he just gradually got worse. Well, but then sure. four hundred five. So you know, kind of picked up then because Talbot, oh, Talbot were out of business. Redeemed. Anyway, we do this is the whole fertile ground, isn't it? Father family trees of cars that did they get it? it's almost like play your cars right because you can go now your dad's next car was it better or worse? Better or worse? Better Oh and you're saying better. Yes, it was a Peugeot four oh five. They were quite good. Um, they were better. Look, we should probably wrap this up because yes. um, because we should. I can't go on forever. But before we go, yeah. uh, I have three things to tell you. They are, one, Johnny has a solo YouTube channel. It's called This Is Awkward, in which he travels the world, spending the day with people whose names he can't remember. Um no, I travel. It's a BBC drama where I travel Norfolk with John Travolta. Ah, right. And he enjoys the country delights with while Travolta. I find cheap cars at the side of the road. And he just, I'd actually love to do that. He just the BBC wants to commission it. He just sucks up they, eels like spaghetti while you're trying to negotiate a transaction on an aging Rav Four three door. Um, <laughs> He also has a YouTube channel called The Late Break Show, which is very good if you're interested in that. Um, lots of great reviews on there. A, a one take of the Renault Megane electric car. <laughs> don't know why I well, like actually, um, as Megane. the listeners listen to this, there should be a very special um, uh, Colin McRae related um, rally car that I get to drive that's very special. Ooh. And it's not a Let Subaru at all, it predates that. Ah, uh, yes. It's the very first rally car Colin McRae ever drove with a really interesting backstory. I urge you to go and watch it. He please. urges you. I urge you to. Okay. On that two side of things. urges, so please. Can I say urge, Otsop? Urge, Otsop. Right? I, I was trying to work out how we could say suave again. I enjoyed it when you said that earlier on, but... Um, can't Loved see any openings. Toyo- a Toyota should bring out a, a car Toyota Suave. Suave. That'd be quite work. good. Yeah. 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 Lexus Suave. Mm. Yeah, Suave uh, Lexus. I parked next to an LC. like a Cockney the insult. At the beach when we were away. But there was, bizarrely, at the beach Did- at, um, oh, I can't remember the name of it, one of those lovely beaches. There's one, anyone knows it. It's the one where they've got those three Airstream caravans where you can buy, like, really nice fish cakes. Um, I can't remember the name of the beach, but it doesn't matter. From John Travolta yeah. or John Travolta B. <laughs> yeah, he was there in the water, furiously grasping <laughs> at um, jellyfish for some reason. Uh, so, no, he's like a no, he's like a basking shark. He just swims with his mouth fully <laughs> open. <laughs> yeah, he says to himself, "If I can't get anything solid, I'll just sift for some krill, and that'll keep me going until lunchtime." Um, Second thing I've got to tell you is that I've got various books out. Um, one of them is called How to Have a Bad Back, and it's about how I went to a children's activity place, which was excellent, but in the course of playing with my children, I put my back out, and it's uh, really painful. Uh, failing that, Boring Car Trivia is available from Amazon as an ebook for a paperback or from the Late Break Show merch shop as a paperback. And finally, the third thing I've got to tell you is, um, can you guess what links Red Dwarf with Frankie Goes to Hollywood? Oh. The um, answer, weirdly, is Chris Barry, who, of course, played Rimmer in Red Dwarf, still does, I suppose, and uh, he's also on the first Frankie Goes to Hollywood album. There are, there are two segments with an impersonation of Ronald Reagan and there's one of Prince Charles as well. And those were both done by Chris Barry. So, strangely, Rimmer from Red Dwarf appears on the first Frankie album. Gosh, interesting mm, trivia Weird, that. That one, isn't it? Yeah. I like that. Quite obscure. Um, anyway, that's that, really. Um, I have no more to add, except um, we'll do this all again 
same time next week. In the meantime, yeah. thank you ever so much for listening. Thanks for keeping us in the charts. Thank <laughs> you. Bye. Oh, buy our merchandise. I was oh, supposed yes. to have said that. That's an official thing you should <laughs> say every every so week. Sorry. Terrible about it. Buy our merchandise. If become a patron, that would be nice. So, yes, and uh, send us any way, any thoughts, corrections. The corrections desk is always open. Sadly, yes. Uh, it's uh, um, what is the address? Hello at smithandsniff.com. Yeah, John Travolta's PA. Please email uh, hello at smithandsniff.com. Goodbye. And I'm John Travolta, uh, circumnavigating <laughs> Norfolk in a Hercules, looking for yellow SLKs. With a giant net dangling out of the back, <laughs> rock in case balling. I pass a fishmonger. John Travolta <laughs> rock balls out of a jet round Norfolk. <laughs> when they, he's the only person who thinks that rock pooling is just basically like going to a buffet. Oh, John Travolta's idea of rock pulling, it would horrify anyone from Country Fire. So basically, like, look in there, whatever's in there, it's going on my plate. Next one. What's in there? Stop picking them off the rocks. He's kicking limpets and putting them into his mouth. Just bounces a limpet off his knee up into the air and then clunk like a dog. Keep keepy uppy with with scallops. <laughs> and then like John I think you're supposed to have taken it out of the shell because you can damage your <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like European linen premium luggage options buttery soft Italian leather bags and so much more and it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands plus Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.